world today can be complex and somewhat confusing. But get ready to be enlightened as we spread truth that our generation is in desperate need of. We want to have conversations that encourage, empower, and share knowledge that will help you overcome the challenges you encounter in life. This is the Catapult Podcast. Good evening. Thank you for joining us here at Catapult this afternoon. Um, Today, we're going to talk about faith versus hope. And a lot of people struggle with this. And we are hoping (laughs) to cover this where there's more understanding to it. Everything, especially these two, are so close together that we are going to also insert a lot of testimonies to kind of give you guys a great segue for what I call an opportunity to study on your own time. So today we're going to start with, like I said, faith versus hope. So the dictionary talks about how with faith and hope, they're different because one, faith, is a confidence of trust in a person or thing or belief, not based on proof. And hope is having an optimistic uh, attitude towards things with your mind based on expectation or desire. Faith says it is now, like right now. And hope says, I hope the future. So we can dive into that now and see where it goes. Let's get started. So this is such a, like you were talking about, and like Stuart said, hope and faith are cousins, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're so close together. Mm-hmm. Like in Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. They're <laughs> divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical sense. So for me, my husband's been going through um, Guillain-Barre and he's been, we've been going through that for 109 days as of today. Can you explain to us what that is? Guillain-Barre is a, it's an autoimmune disease and it's a syndrome where he is paralyzed. He went from one day to the next. It was May 9th. He woke me up at like 2.30 in the morning and said he was having trouble breathing and he had tingling sensations. By Saturday, he was paralyzed from the neck down and he had to have an emergency intubation Sunday morning and they diagnosed him finally with Guillain-Barre because he slowly was losing, you know, feeling in his body and different parts of his body. But one of the things, you know, we talked about, him and I talked about, while this was all happening, And even when he became intubated was no matter what, anybody who came in the room, we were not going to talk about if he got better, when he got better, how was he going to get better? You know, this, there's not a lot known about Guillain-Barre, especially the time frame for it to be, for him to overcome it or be healed. When they were saying there, there could be a chance that he may not make it for the next three days because of his um, respiratory failure, his body started to shut down. But I never hoped that he was going to be okay. I knew it. I knew. And I know that God is restoring his body. So for me, I have faith in that. And this has been a long, drawn-out 
process of healing because... Real long. Real long. I mean, he's been... He was in ICU for 40 days. He was in a... Um, Essentially paralyzed. Paralyzed. Right? He is still paralyzed. See? I mean, he can barely... He can move his fingers a little bit. He's starting to get... He has sensation. He can talk again. Where before, he couldn't do any of those things. I mean, you know, you had to read his lips because he was intubated, so he really couldn't talk. He was intubated for 10 days, and then he's been traped in a trace to me. Yeah, and he's had it since then. You know, we're talking about May 9th. Today is August 25th. Mm -hmm. It's been a lot of days mm -hmm. that he's been on his back. Now, we're talking about a power lifter. We're talking about somebody who takes extremely good care of their body. He's done everything he's supposed to do in life as far as being healthy, taking care of himself. And then he gets hit with this. Mm. So for us, there was, you know, I know that we talked about him and I talked about different things. And one of the things we always prayed about was having faith that God was truly restoring his body. You know, I know he, cause he told me today, you know, sometimes I ask why. And that was never one of my questions was why was God doing this to his body? Why was God doing it? It wasn't like that. It was never for me. Of course, I was scared because he's my husband. He's completely paralyzed. You know, what's to come? But, you know, now there's the financial situation, you know, because that comes with hospital bills. That comes with just everything. There's so much to being in ICU for 40 days and then being in another treatment facility for another 46 days. And then now being a different hospital. So now this is our third hospital where he's going through rehab, you know, in order to learn to walk again, in order to get strength back. So, you know, there was so much faith in praying for the right doctors, praying for the right hospitals. And, you know, at our second hospital, believe me, a lot of times we were scared because they were treating him right. But, you know, it really did come to a point where we had to have faith in the fact that God was going to help us and bring us the right people. Right. And so even today, I just said to him, I miss you. That is the hard part for me. And, and that's the real struggle I feel. And I don't feel like, you know, we're in a place of despair or anything like that, because I truly just believe that. And a lot of people can go through things where they are like, you can feel that financial pinch, you know, you can feel that. And then how do you have faith when you've got a hundred thousand dollars in medical bills sitting over your head, you know, how do you have faith that God is going to help you get through those things? And I, and now to be honest with you, it's okay. I really have so much faith in the fact that they're going to understand we're going to be on a payment plan for a long time. We have faith in that. And, and I always tell him, do not be afraid because, and that's easier said than done because we're human beings and we start stressing out about, Oh my God, how am I going to pay my rent? Or, you know, I'm not making enough money and his check was cut in half. And now what am I supposed to do? And we've got all of these bills piling up. And so how are we supposed to do that? I think I really understand what you're talking about with that. Because I'm responding to Elsa because we're going to the hospital praying for her husband. And, and I'm like, hey, I believe God wants to, God can raise him up. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not going to the hospital to pray for him just so I can check off the box. I prayed mm -hmm. and then he stay in bed. Mm 
I mean, I'm expecting this thing about faith, man, is serious. Like Jesus is constantly telling us in the New Testament, you know, have faith in God. Mm-hmm. Only believe. It, it's by your faith you've been healed. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, if that's what Jesus is expecting yeah. from me, I want to get that right, Sharon. I want to get that. And I want to understand. But yet at the same time, when I don't see Dwayne get up, I'm expecting Dwayne to get up. Like there's some mm-hmm. measure of faith that's working. You know, I just read today, guys. I just read this. The, the woman that had the issue of blood, she was bleeding for 12 years, yes. spent all her money. Mm-hmm. It said she touched him. Mm-hmm. She touched Jesus. And Jesus turned around and said, it's your faith that saved you. Yes. And Jesus said, it's your faith that saved you. Yeah. But I mean, but she touched him. But her faith was, I'm telling you guys, this is... A lot of people are really going to appreciate your testimony. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm amazed, okay? I'm just amazed at your faith. I mean, I think Jesus is amazed at your faith. Because, I mean, I'm disappointed. And I only went one day to see Dwayne. And I'm like, what? You got to get up, man. You got to get up. Jesus, you got to get him up. And, I, you know, this relationship between faith, um, trust, hope, and manifestation. There's a time mm-hmm. element. Mm-hmm. There's a time mm-hmm. element. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's also this, you know, there's, there's talk. It, it's related to prayer. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's related to surrender mm-hmm. and standing. I'm, I'm, right. She's asking two questions between faith and hope. And I'm throwing like 19 other adjectives. <laughs> but th- and I'm telling you this thing. I just want everybody to understand. This is hard for us yeah. to really understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's why I think one of the people said, I believe, Lord. Mm-hmm. Help my unbelief. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has been, you know, it's been a long road. It's been a hard road for us. Mm. And, you know, to see, I think more for him, like today I showed him a video of August 9th. He could barely move his index finger. And now we're on August 25th and he can move his fingers. Well, if you're thinking in just our human brain, of course you're going to be disappointed in that. Mm-hmm. He's frustrated. We're human beings. He's fr- I don't know what it's like to lay there in bed. What I do know is going there, working as much as I work during the day, having all the things that I do during the day, at night, going over there and staying till 9, 9.30 at night, then coming home and still got to do laundry and all the things that I have to do. Don't even look at my room. It's a disaster. Mm-hmm. It's a disaster. I mean, normally you would think, gosh, well, I hope I can get through this. No, I don't know how honestly I really do. And I always say that God gave me a shield of strength because that I think is what helps me get through. That's the faith that he's giving me back. That's my, um, that, blessing. that is, yeah, it's exactly. It's my blessing. He gives me that back. So that I can go, you know what? He's got this. It's going to have to, a lot of it's going to be kind of more, I don't know how we're going to pay off that debt. We're just going to keep moving along and keep praying. But, you know, we know I have complete faith in that. I have complete, I don't have any hope in it. Mm-hmm. I have complete faith in that. Yeah, yeah. And I just keep keep saying that mm-hmm. because it helps to encourage my heart, mm-hmm. you know, in that. See so what you got to say on that one. I think it's challenging me. Mm-hmm. Just like most guys, most people, we want to do it right. Mm-hmm. right. We just want to do it right. You know, if it takes this amount of faith, and it's funny because Jesus said, you just need a little bit of faith. You, yeah. don't, have to, you don't have to have a lot. You just need to use it. But then it sometimes he says, your faith is great. Mm-hmm. Great is your faith. 
<laughs> and so I just think sometimes if it was in a cup, we could measure, do we have enough? Are we like, I hope today, but then tomorrow I wake up and I'm like, I'm wondering what if I'm hoping, but it's not God's will. Mm -hmm. Am I hoping in the wrong thing? So there's aspects of standing in faith and believing, believing, mm -hmm. I mean, believing that word, mm -hmm. you know, believing that hope. Um, mm -hmm. And then the scripture says in Proverbs 13, 12, hope deferred. Mm -hmm. makes the heart sick. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So like yes. you're hoping for something like late, you know, I, I got daughters and they're going to want to be married. <laughs> you know, I, you've heard people, I'm 28 and I still haven't met my husband and uh, somebody that have gone and, and waited, you know, and they, they wanted to be married and they feel like I, I, my, my biological clock is ticking. <laughs> and then they, 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 their heart is crushed because their hope has been shattered. And if you lose hope, if you lose hope, you get negative right. and fearful right. and, and you become complaining. Yeah. And that really, that, that's a problem when you're trying to advance with God. But mm -hmm. yet, I think all of us can say we've all done that. Like we haven't, mm -hmm. we failed the test of faith. We mm -hmm. failed. And I don't know, I want to stand in faith better. Mm -hmm. I want to understand what it means for me. Because mm -hmm. I've got some things that I'm contending for right mm -hmm. now. But you know, yeah. let me let me interject yeah. for a second because before this happened to Dwayne, I can't say that I was ever that faithful. I was more hopeful mm -hmm. that things would happen, mm -hmm. and I really didn't pray. But I think this really—I mean, I would pray for things. Don't—I shouldn't say that. I would pray for things, or just pray about things, or pray for things in our lives that would happen. To be honest, I hoped that things would be okay. I didn't mm -hmm. have faith like I have right now. And I honestly believe that this is happening to us with Dwayne because of that. Because I believe, I'm not saying God made him sick. I'm not saying that. Don't, don't get me wrong. Mm. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that this is just, that he, he got bit by a tick mm -hmm. and this was his body instead of, it, it's an autoimmune disease. So instead of it, his immune system fighting the, the Lyme's disease, it, he has an autoimmune disease. Mm. That's what happened. I believe that this just took my faith in a different direction. And I believe that it happened for that reason. I believe that God was, I needed to change my way. I needed to stop riding the fence. I needed to stop doing the things that I was doing and, and truly be a follower. And, and that's what happened to my faith. So I, never, I wasn't always as faithful as I am now. I, I don't want to say that because I, I don't think I was. Well, it says in, it says in First Peter that you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It's being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Right. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. Mm -hmm. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed. So faith has got to be tested. Right. For sure. Yeah. But how are we going to take our test? That's that's huge. Mm -hmm. Yep. I definitely agree with that. I think now that we're talking about it and think about it, it's, it's true. It's, um, Stuart was saying it is kind of difficult for us. How do you explain the difference when you're still trying to kind of figure it out yourself? But I was just hit with the thought. It's like a set of stairs. First, you're at the hope level. Mm -hmm. I have hope. My attitude is, hey, things are going to work out eventually. But then faith is 
now taking hope to that next step mm-hmm. where it's not eventually is that I know that I know that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm convicted. Mm-hmm. There's a conviction now mm-hmm. right. and no one's going to move me from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that as Elsa sharing that about her husband, her faith has brought her to the point where now she's seeing results from her faith mm-hmm. from knowing, no, I know this is going to happen. I don't think, and I hope eventually it will happen. Eventually he'll start to move. Mm-hmm. No, he has started moving, and yeah. that is a part of her faith. And just like Sarah was reading right now, it's tested. Mm-hmm. And in our walk with Christ, we're going to be tested at different levels, whether it's our marriage, whether it's in our job, whether right. it's some issues we have to deal with from the past that are brewing back up. And you just need to have that conviction. No, I know it's going to happen. I don't, don't ask me how, don't ask me when. I just know it's going to happen, and that's it. I don't have to worry about it. But I feel like when you're at that hope stage, you're like, it may or may not happen, but I'm going to keep positive. I know it, you know, all right, we'll see. But that faith is that unmovable kind of status where you're at in your life. And I'm also sharing this testimony about her, her marriage. Me and my husband, a couple years back, we went through a very difficult moment. And I would have to agree. I was at the same place where I had hope, but then something happened and it changed and took me to that next level of faith where when I prayed I said Lord this is what you're going to do because this is what you said in your word this is what you promised us and I'm going to stand in that and that's what my faith is I'm not I have no worry about when it's going to be or if it's going to be no you said it and if you said it it's going to happen so I'm here waiting for to see the results and when you it's you feel in your spirit you feel a different something different in you right you feel strength you mm-hmm. feel this armor you feel that authority mm-hmm. that god has given you mm-hmm. and you're speaking to what was already said in heaven mm-hmm. you're now bringing that into alignment with what is what you're doing here on earth That's good so stuff. you're saying what you set up there mm-hmm. what you have predestined for me mm-hmm. i'm claiming it right now and mm-hmm. i i want to see yeah. it right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and i have no doubt that it's going to mm-hmm. happen and that's kind of where we need to be. But it's difficult to be there every step. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to say, oh, I'm faithful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has to be tested. And that's when you cling. And you make sure that what is destined for you in heaven has already been spoken. Because as we know, we go for it. Are. Go. So we know that he is the word. Mm-hmm. The word has already been spoken. Mm-hmm. So it's standing in that authority and claiming it and say, you know what? This is my faith. I believe it is going to happen. Make it happen. Amen. But you know, when you say that, faith it is so good because faith takes action, mm-hmm. right? So you got to take a step. You, you got to take a step to. if you believe it. Yeah. Yes. So, like you were saying with your marriage, or even with Dwayne, faith takes action. So that means mm-hmm. he has to put in the time of physical therapy, mm-hmm. he has to go through the yeah. pain. You had to go through whatever it is that you were going through. If that takes marriage counseling, mm-hmm. if that takes. You guys praying to them, whatever it takes, mm. faith yes. takes mm. action. Mm-hmm. You know, like God said, you know, the joke about the guy on the, you know, he was like, there was a flood coming and or there was a lot of rain. And oh, yeah. He said, you know, about, you know, he got on the roof and, you know, a guy came with a canoe and, no, no, my God's going to save me. And then if the helicopter comes to save him, no, no, my God's you know, no, me. my God's going to save me. He gets to heaven. Well, God, why didn't you help me? I sent you a canoe. I sent you a helicopter. It took action for you to get in and go. It takes 
And there's this other element, though, that's crazy. <laughs> like, it does not take faith to make your bed. That's e We can make our bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What we're talking about is stuff that is out of our control. Yes. It's implicit. The stuff that we're challenged with is impossible. Yeah. Right. So here's and this is uh, human power. This is yeah. It's yeah. impossible with man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Humanity. Mm -hmm. People. Mm -hmm. And it says Mark 11 says this. Okay. Therefore I say, so what things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and right. you shall have them. Mm -hmm. And it's like you know, none of us wants to ask for impossible things because you know, I mean, mm -hmm. we don't want to be needy. We look at the the miracles, and it's a miracle because God did it. But God, God's miracles are just normal for Him, mm -hmm. right? So He just wants to be God. So the thing about faith that He's trying to get out of us is simply: Do you really believe mm -hmm. that I want to do God things for you mm -hmm. in your life, in your ministry, yes. in your family? Mm -hmm. Impossible things, mm -hmm. and you know, sometimes we just say, "There's no way God would want to do that." Mm -hmm. And for me. And my example is my son is going to an out-of-state school right mm -hmm. now, and I am much more comfortable for him to go to community college. We didn't. We said, Lord, shut every door that Jeremiah is not supposed to go. And he had one open three states away. That's mm -hmm. the only one that opened. And I said, well, our prayer was we wanted to go debt-free. Mm -hmm. We wanted him to go to school debt-free. It was a desire. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a good thing? Yeah. You know, the Bible says, don't go to, you know, don't yeah. be in debt. So mm -hmm. we prayed. It was in our heart. We asked him. And so here he goes to a very expensive out-of-state school. <laughs> and I said, well, I must go get a loan. And and I'm, I'll be honest with y'all. I, I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, a kid can't get their own loan. Mm -hmm. So we were, we're like, well, it's not God's will. I gave up. And I'm sitting there frustrated that he's got nothing wrong with community college, <laughs> nothing wrong with it. But I was disappointed because we had prayed and we believed. And as I was trying to research this and say, you know, Lord, what happens when we're disappointed, blah, blah, blah. And the Lord spoke to my heart. I know it was God. And he said, Hey, you never asked me for that money. And I said, what? I said, of course I wouldn't ask you. for. I won't even tell you what that. Y'all could go look up some tuitions for out-of-state tuition. Oh, yeah. It is not possible for me to do that. It's more than what I make. <laughs> but we took my son and dropped him off. <laughs> now, I'm all the way out there. And some people will say, you're crazy. But it, what's, what's going to be greater, that God would do that or that God would raise up Dwayne? From his sick bed, mm -hmm. but and I understand if if it's safe, it's not really faith. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's got to be. I don't know if that, if that makes any sense. It right? totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. it totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes what happens is, like you're saying, we are hopeful about things, right? And then we ask God, God, I need you to open that door for me. Faith is walking right through that door. That's sometimes right. Sometimes we expect God to push us, you know, and just plop, it falls in our hands. But sometimes the going back to that action step, you need to walk in faith. So mm -hmm. just like Stuart, he's walking in faith. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to my son, but I'm going to just walk just through this door and drop mm -hmm. him off here. And like God's mm -hmm. got the rest. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we have to continue to learn, mm -hmm. right? Because when we go through these tests and mm -hmm. these trials, after we have that faith and we walk through that door, we're like, whew. Mm. You got it. Thank you. Mm. But then when the next test comes, Come we're doubting again. Oh, is this going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Mm -hmm. 
And sometimes I evaluate myself and where I'm at and I'm like, why am I even doubting if I've seen your hand before? That's right. And That's I right. Have faith to take them steps to get through the doorway, to get it through that door that I ask you to open. And I think that's just something we have to think about and evaluate sometimes is where that doubt starts to come in. Right. And we're like, I know he did it that time. And I know he did it the time before, but I'm not sure if he could do it this time. But then why are we even thinking that way? If we've seen his hand, he can continue to do it. We just mm-hmm. got to take that faith and we've got to walk through that door right. and say, you know what? The rest is your problem, Lord. It's mm-hmm. not my problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Today I was reading and a person was talking about how her and her husband felt it on their heart that they wanted to lead their church in doing backpacks for the community. And um, so they started taking up offerings and stuff like that. And to be quite honest, they came up short. And the husband and wife was like, you know what? We know X amount of kids need backpacks and we're not going to let those kids without be without backpacks. And right. it was so heavily on their heart. They were like, you know what? I'm, we know we came up short. We're going to just go ahead and use the credit card because somehow God's going to make a way out of this, you know? And so the lady was at one store and she had her cart packed with these backpacks and, and supplies. And a lady in front of her was checking out and she noticed that the lady had the backpacks and the supplies. And the lady went outside, went onto her car. And a few minutes later, the lady comes back in and she said, I just wanted to ask, what are you doing with those backpacks? And and the other lady that had the backpacks was like, you know, I thought she was going to say, you know, my child needs one. Where could I pick one up? And she said, to her surprise, the lady said, oh, no, no, we, we live out of town. We're just passing through. But God had just told me to come back in here and ask you what was going to happen with the backpacks. And so, you know, she shared with her and the lady gave her X amount of money to pay for what was in the basket. Wow. So now the store didn't have all the backpacks they needed. So she goes to another store. Okay. And she gets in line with supplies and, and backpacks. And the lady in front of her in the line was like, what schools are y'all serving? And so the lady said, you know, we're serving X school. And she was like, you know, that's the school my husband went to when he was in school. And she said, may I give you X amount of money towards it. And, you know, they said, sure, you know. And then um, that lady leaves and the lady behind her said, can I pay for the rest of it? Oh, and she said they had no clue that not only were they blessing those kids, but they were blessing her and her husband because they didn't have the money. They were just going to put it on the card. Yeah, that's awesome. And sometimes we have to step out on faith because those guys only knew that God had put it on their heart so heavily that they knew that they need to step out on faith because the money hadn't come in. But sometimes in faith, you're right. It, it is action. You have to step out and let God move because it may be God moving in any direction. We just have to take that step. Right. Use our use our faith and take the step. It requires action. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for Catapult. We hope that you come and see us at our webpage or at Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Have a great evening. Mm-hmm.